everyone, I'm Taffney Hopper, and you're listening to Talking Nonprofits, a podcast about the world of nonprofits. Follow along so you too can learn how to make a difference in your community. On today's podcast, we have Linda Wolf, the mother of the Billboard Award winner, Khalid Robinson, Army veteran, and as well as the executive director of the Great Khalid Foundation, which was established in 2019. The Great Khalid Foundation is committed to impacting the lives of children by alleviating a burden of need. They are reaching out when it matters most and with a supportive gesture can make all the difference. This is a quote from Khalid. He created a foundation that supports music in schools and underserved communities. It starts in El Paso and my goal is to provide resources and help bridge education and prominent music programs in the city. Khalid, April 2019. So Linda, tell our listeners the backstory behind the creation of the Great Khalid Foundation. I'll start with Khalid was going to be a music teacher. This is that what he aspired to, is being a music teacher. The move from New York to El Paso was a strain on my kids, both of them. Uh, and he had to kind of go within to figure out how he can cope with a new school, new environment, new everything. So he chose music and he started getting with um, local kids and just expressing himself that way. And that's how it came about. When he got to a point of stature where he felt like he wanted to be able to give back, I was flown to Atlanta and uh, we talked about it and They said, okay, mama, mama wolf, it's time for uh, us to go ahead and uh, get a foundation started. And that's how it, that's how it became. Okay. You know, I know you were in the military. What are some challenges from your transition from being a soldier to being an executive director of the foundation and how did you overcome them? Well, there are uh, just challenges with the transition of coming out of the military and being a civilian. I mean, that's a challenge in all, all in, its, in itself. I spent 24 years in the military. So all my adult life uh, came in when I was 19. So all my adult life, uh, I was in the military and I had a military mindset. And um, when you get out in the civilian world, it's not easy to become a civilian when you're, you know, you've just been a soldier all your life. The things that, I would need done as a non-commissioned officer or a senior non-commissioned officer. All I had to do is like, okay, this needs to be done. Let's do it. Let's get it done. It's a mission, you know, and I was like this. <laughs> uh, you have to be a little bit more gentle with uh, civilians and not used to rah-rah like our culture and military is. So that was one of the, I had to put off, you know, take off my, um, my soldier hat, put on my business hat which is, you know, it's just two different worlds and you just have to observe your environment and uh, your audience that hasn't changed and start working towards that. So yeah, it hasn't been easy, but just a lot of education on nonprofits. And of course I did a lot of that uh, before we you know, even were organized. And uh, there's, I have a, a good team um, around me that uh, advises me, um, lawyers and um, business managers and 
all of that to make sure that we are doing the things that we need to do to keep our 501c3 status um, as a nonprofit uh, organization. What are some Army values that you brought over? I know you said that you're, you know, we're as a soldier, you're direct and, you know, that's kind of how it is to be a senior enlisted. You're like, you know, soldiers, you need to get this done, right? So, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I wasn't a senior commissioned officer, but I was an NCO for, for a little while. What, what, what are some Army values that you brought over to the foundation? I would say integrity. Uh, you have to you have integrity when you're when you're dealing with people's lives and livelihoods and uh, the discipline that it takes to be a president because everything falls on you so you you definitely have to um, make sure that you're surrounded with competent people um, you have the discipline to 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 get the job done I think those are the two you always have to be loyal to yeah. your employees and and the people in your community. And I think that, I think we've shown that, that we are loyal to the El Paso community. We're just going to try to share the wealth with the nation. We, we have things that we're working on that are outside of El Paso, working with schools and, and all of our initiatives can be outside of El Paso too, but we always will show El Paso love. Tell me something that surprised you about the nonprofit industry. I mean, it's hard. It's hard out there. It's hard to uh, influence people that you have their best interests at heart. What surprised me is, is, is basically all of the, the hard work, the hands-on work that you need to be able to complete the initiatives that you have throughout the year. And also on the other side, on the other spectrum of it, the willingness that people have. We've gotten donations for $5 and $10. And, you know, I know that in some of those cases, they might not have had that to spend, mm -hmm. but they believe in the causes that we, we are putting on. So they're going to give their last to support their community. So that right there is, is, was, was very surprising how, you know, humanity shows up in a lot of these cases. Yeah. What advice would you give a, a new executive or somebody, a new president of a board? What, what type of advice would you give them? I would tell them to have patience um, with me. You know, that's just something that I, that I have to lean on because I want things to happen now and things happen. The pandemic happened. And for a lot of people that halted them, for a lot of people that halted their pockets too. So yeah. endurance to just stay with the fight and things will get better over time. Overall, I would, I would just tell them, yeah, patience is the big thing. Just, just have patience and have a direction of where you want your foundation to go. And if you have a template of everything that you're going to be doing, and the reasons why you're doing these things, it's easy just to, to go down a line and complete those, those goals. So that's what I would tell them, you know, patience, direction. I know you guys have done the big Thanksgiving giveaway, the Christmas giveaway. But <laughs> I know I'm like, oh my God, you're doing so much. But what, what's the project that I know you're all proud. You're proud of everything. You're proud of your son. You're proud of your daughter. And just, 
everything, but what is one project that you're really, really proud of? I'm proud of our scholarships. Uh, we've been able to give out six scholarships. This is our third year of giving $10,000 scholarships. So we give out three each year. We've heard from mothers and we've talked to parents and without that scholarship, they wouldn't have been able to go to the college that they preferred to go to. You know, they would settle for what they could afford. The $10,000 in some cases, you know, that's your first semester, that's your second semester. I'm proud of the scholarships because I know that Khalid really wants performance arts to be elevated. And for these kids that wouldn't have a chance, have a chance now, they have a chance now. Now the scholarship, is not easy to get. Like we're not giving away scholarships. You have to audition. You have to have a 3.5 um, GPA and you, you also have to be accepted into the college that you desire. You have to write an essay saying what music or whatever your gift is, because it's not just music, it is performance arts. So it could be acting, it could be dancing, all of that. But what I would say, and I'm thank thankful to have your platform because it opened up in January and it ends in March, March 31st. We opened it up for 90 days and it's open up to the nation. You know, El Paso will get one if suitable. If we have, if we have a, uh, a suitable contestant, they'll get one. But it's open up to the, to the nation. So what I would say to those kids that are, are thinking about it, whatever you submit, make sure that it's professional, make sure that it's not rushed, make sure that you take time on it because we can tell who puts their heart into this, how, how bad this person wants this scholarship. You have time. You have time to get it right. You have time to submit your best work. And that's what we want this to, to see. We narrow it down. And I would say to five, five to 10. And Khalid will watch that. And we will have a conversation. And we will pick the ones that really brung their game into getting the scholarship. It's a lot of money. And we just don't want to give it away. So I'm telling El Paso now, go ahead and get your... Get your stuff together. Get your stuff together. Do they also have to have references and things like no. that? No, no they references. Have, they don't have to have references. All they have to do is have that admitted sheet okay. from the college saying that you are going to be admitted to that college, that you were accepted. I'm sorry, acceptance sheet. They have to have that. They have to write me an essay. They have to show their talent. And what I would say to these kids, make sure that it's lit you know, don't, if you're an actor, don't show me a play uh, where five people are on a stage, <laughs> dimly lit. Just have the, the best representation that you can have. You have time. You have time to, to do this. That's why we give you 90 days. And if you have seen our social media, we are putting it out there. Uh, we're going to buy some radio time to put it out there through the, through the whole um, El Paso because I know everybody doesn't follow us, which they should. Uh, the Great Khalid. So follow the Great Khalid Foundation on Facebook. Or Facebook, <laughs> Instagram. Instagram. And, and then look up their website. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's a great opportunity. Like I really, I'm excited about that. And I'm excited about a lot of our initiatives 
uh, we get to do a lot of cool things. We get to, we, we get to meet a lot of cool people and Christmas with Khalid is my second best. My second best initiative that we have is because he comes to uh, the schools that we select and no one knows the school until the day. No one, is, well, of course the principal and, and, and probably another person, but it's always secret. And we pick an elementary school. That's what we do for our elementary students. Pick an elementary school. And what the principals have to do is tell us about your kids. So they have to submit an application on our website uh, when that application is open to tell us about your kids, tell us about, you know, why you think your kids deserve this special, you know, why you're special out of all these kids, mm -hmm. uh, all these schools in El Paso. And we picked the, the, the best one. Usually we do about three schools a year and Khalid will come and he will give a gift to every child in that auditorium. Of course, we couldn't do it this year. I didn't want him to, to fly. Uh, needed him to be healthy, safe, healthy. Yeah. and then the schools are not open. Uh, yeah. So there was a lot of, are you going to be open? Are you, and then it's, is it responsible for us to go into a school? You know, how, did that, how does that look? But we did give to what, I think six organizations throughout El Paso. Uh, we, we bought gifts and gave um, maybe 700 gifts away this year. Wow. So. That's a lot. That's a, that's a major impact. And just to, to have that giving spirit in his heart and in your heart, you guys are definitely make a major impact in the community. You talked a little bit about expanding beyond El Paso. Could you like expand on what you're talking about as far as going beyond El Paso with the Khalid Foundation, if you don't mind? Of course. So the Khalid Foundation, we want to help some other urban community out there that that's in need. We want to to expand our initiatives nationally. And we have done that with our uh, scholarships. We did have a young man to receive a scholarship from, I think he was Las Vegas. Wow. So he's going to Arizona State and his mom to make sure that she, <laughs> she tells me how great he's doing and, and how grateful she were, was to for that gift of the scholarship. But yeah, we want to go to Atlanta. We want to help people in Houston. We want to help people in Tennessee, Nashville, LA, New York, all of that. And if we can do stuff like music in schools, we have a music in schools initiative where we get with the band directors to see where their shortcomings are as far as instruments. We will help the band directors. We did music in schools in Fabens and we were able to gift them with guitars and they were going to give us a concert, but the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> pandemic has ruined a lot. Pandemic it has. It really has. In our place. Uh, but yeah, stuff like that. Music in schools, our scholarships. We want to um, kind of just put out to the nation. Uh, we talked about, you talked about our Thanksgiving thing, which was not supposed to happen. It's not one of our initiatives. Oh, no, it wasn't? It wasn't our initiative, but there was a need. And I've said that we need to do something great for El Paso on Thanksgiving. Like I wanted people to feel normal. I, you know, people lost jobs. They, they had to get in their savings and dip into that. And it just wasn't normal. And I knew more people would be in need uh, this last year than 
any other year. So because of the overwhelming support that we got from the community, all of our sponsors stepped up. And I think there's a lot of things that we can do different, but that was the first time that we did that. We And we gave a thousand meals out, boxes of, of a Thanksgiving meal to the El Pasoans. So I think we'll do it next year, but we'll do it a little different and a little better. You learn, and that's one thing about being a, a new nonprofit, you learn every year with everything that you do, we could do this better. Uh, we could, this could go smoother. So it's a, just an evolution of just everything teaching us uh, to be able to do it, you know, the best of our abilities. Well, I saw the lines. So, I mean, we couldn't, we couldn't feed El Paso. So we had to stop the line and that hurt us because those people that we stopped, they were in line. They were in line for, we had people that were in line from the previous day. They stayed so that they were the first. So we definitely saw the need to feed El Paso because a lot of, you know, a lot of the banks were not doing it this year for reasons of their own because of the pandemic. We decided that, okay, let's do it as long as we're responsible, we're social distancing and, you know, we'll we'll be able to do this right. Well, we are, and I am appreciative of it because there, there was a lot of loss in El Paso. A lot of jobs were lost and a lot of people weren't, you know, able to provide for a Thanksgiving meal. So thank you guys for that. Where would you like to see Khalid Foundation in the next two years? You would always want to be able to help more people. You know, we have just the ability to help the people that we can. And what we want to do is expand that amount of people that we can help expand the amount of sponsors that we have to help us do this. So being in this pandemic, it's hard to do those networking situations where you you find people and you can kind of sell uh, your foundation and your initiatives to, to people that are able to give you the seed money to put on your initiatives. It was kind of hard to do that. It's kind of hard to, you know, grow that network because of COVID. So of course, in the two years, I definitely want to expand the networking situation as far as us reaching out to the professional people in in El Paso and and having them come and letting them see uh, what we do and, and having them be a part of that so that we can expand the people that we can help in the community. I also want to to be out there national. I want to expand my Twitter followers and my okay. Instagram. I'm gonna follow you on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> because that's, on where, Twitter. that's where it is because we are really good at putting things out that we're doing. Mm-hmm. We are really good at letting you know exactly what we we have in store for the community. If people don't know, they miss out. So that's really important for a foundation to kind of expand that base so that more people know to tell somebody else, to tell somebody else that might be a need to get some of our services. Can you tell us what is Khalid doing in the future musically? Well, I can tell you what he's doing right now. He's in the process of writing a spectacular album. It's just going to be amazing. I, I just, I just can't wait for that to come out. I do not know any dates. I will not tell you any dates. <laughs> But I know that you're in for a treat 
in 2021. He is growing within himself. He's done a lot of self-reflection. I think everyone has during this quiet time where you're, you know, you, you get to kind of just sit and be still. He's grown as a person and as an artist, uh, he is just blooming. Mm. So he is a vegan now. You see my child losing all this weight. He is you know, more health conscious of what he puts in, into his, into his being. Huh. So he's in a really, really good space. He's in a really good head space and he needed to sit down. You know, of course we didn't want the pandemic to happen, but he was just everywhere and exhausted by everything that he was doing. So this was a good time for him just to take a breather, evaluate your, you know, your surroundings and you know, get back into it, get back into writing. So that's what he's doing. He's, he's in a really, really good space. Okay, good, good, good. So where can our listeners reach out to the Great Khalid Foundation to donate, to learn more? TheGreatKhalidFoundation.org will take you to our website. You can donate in our website. You can find out about our initiatives on our website. Everything that you need to know about the scholarships that are open right now, the requirements. If you didn't write it down while I was saying it, <laughs> and you can go to our Instagram and our Twitter page and our Facebook page. We try to keep you abreast of everything that we're doing. So follow us on all those formats. All right. Follow the Great Khalif Foundation on all those social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as the website. We have one more question. At Talking Nonprofits, our goal is to connect nonprofits to the community. In your own words, Linda, what is community to you? Well, community is a big family. I, I equate that to family. It's just on a larger scale, right? You want uh, what's best for your community, just like you would want for your family. If you treat the community like your family, I feel like it'll be a better place, you know, because community is just pockets of families, right? And a lot of us have the same morals, desires, and wants. So just look at your community as your family. What would you do if members of your family were going through these things? What would you do to help them? And I think a community should stick together. A community should come together if there is need out there. So we should all make sure that we're, we're looking after each other. Thank you, Linda, for being on the Talking Nonprofits podcast. And we will make sure that we share this information with our platforms as well. Uh, go on our, on our Facebook page, like us, and also give us a review. Have a great day. Join me each week to learn about a nonprofit's journey by subscribing to Talking Nonprofits, wherever you receive your podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And as always, if you have any questions or would like to be featured on the show, send a note via the contact form on our website. Until next time, be the difference.